Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Observing God's Statutes. It will be focused on the study of Leviticus chapter 20. Before going any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love to us. We thank you, Jesus, for this word that you've given us, guiding us to the promised land. Help us, Father, to hear from you what you have prepared for us today. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Leviticus chapter 20. Chapter 20 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Again, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that giveth any of his seed unto Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones, and I will set my face against that man, and will cut him off from among his people, because he hath given of his seed unto Molech to defile my sanctuary, and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do any ways hide their eyes from the man, when he giveth of his seed unto Molech, and kill him not, then I will set my face against that man, and against his family, and will cut him off, and all that go a-whoring after him, to commit whoredom with Molech from among their people. And the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits, and after wizards, to go a-whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul, and will cut him off from among his people. Sanctify yourselves therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God, and ye shall keep my statutes, and do them. I am the Lord which sanctify you. For every one that curseth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon him. And the man that committeth adultery with another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. And the man that lieth with his father's wife hath uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have wrought confusion. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man also lie with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death their blood shall be upon them. And if a man take a wife and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burnt with fire, both he and they, that there be no wickedness among you. And if a man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death, and ye shall slay the beast. And if a woman approach unto any beast and lie down thereto, thou shalt kill the woman and the beast. They shall surely be put to death, their blood shall be upon them. And if a man shall take his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and see her nakedness, and she see his nakedness, it is a wicked thing, and they shall be cut off in the sight of their people. He hath uncovered his sister's nakedness, he shall bear his iniquity. And if a man shall lie with the woman having her sickness, and shall uncover her nakedness, he hath discovered her fountain, and she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood, 
and both of them shall be cut off from among their people. And thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, nor of thy father's sister. For he uncovereth his near kin, they shall bear their iniquity. And if a man shall lie with his uncle's wife, he hath uncovered his uncle's nakedness, they shall bear their sin, they shall die childless. And if a man shall take his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He hath uncovered his brother's nakedness, they shall be childless. Ye shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and do them, that the land, whither I bring you to dwell therein, spew you not out. And ye shall not walk in the manners of the nation, which I cast out before you. For they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. But I have said unto you, Ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. Ye shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and unclean, and between unclean fowls and clean. And ye shall not make your souls abominable by beast, or by fowl, or by any manner of living thing that creepeth on the ground, which I have separated from you as unclean. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I the Lord am holy, and have severed you from other people, that ye should be mine. A man also or woman that hath a familiar spirit, or that is a wizard, shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones, their blood shall be upon them. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, The Message of Grace. This was preached in 1961 on August the 27th and will begin at paragraph 83 up to paragraph 97. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. Let me say this, my sinner friend. You may be here this morning a prostitute. You may be here this morning a woman chaser. You may be here a drunkard or a gambler or a murderer. You might be here as an impure husband, an impure wife. You might be the vilest of sinner. You say, I'm a past that stage of redemption. No, you're not, or you wouldn't be at the church this morning. Grace will make a way for you in this dark hour if you'll just accept it. Adam had to be willing to accept it. So do you. Accept it. The grace of God reached over in Noah's time. Noah, just an ordinary man. He and his family. But because Noah feared God, he believed God. You can't fear God without believing. How can you fear something you don't believe? You've got to fear God. Solomon said the fear of God's beginning of wisdom. Now, just to fear God, you're beginning to have wisdom. And the fear of God, Noah feared the Lord, and he believed the Lord, Amen. and that's what God honors, is Amen. your faith in him. That's right. Then, when the fear of God came upon Noah, God called him by grace and saved him and his house, because it was grace that did it, not because Noah was a great big handsomer man than all the rest of them. Not because Noah went to the best church there was in the country. Not because he belonged to the best in organization. Not because he could dress better. Not because he had more money. Not because he is some special person. 
But because of the grace of God, God saved Noah. Grace saved Noah. Not his works, but his grace. And also saved his family. We call another character where God's grace was extended. Many of them. We'll just speak of a few. Abraham. Abraham. No special man. Come down from the Tower of Babel, perhaps come out of an idolatry bunch. His father. Come down to the land of Shinar, down there to dwell in the city of Ur. And while he was there, God spoke to him. By grace! Not because he's different, not because he's a better man, but by grace God called him. The Bible clearly makes that known. Oh, Abraham! How Abraham tested God's patience. Told him, said, Abraham, stay in this land. Don't you go out of it. But as soon as a famine come, Abraham run. Abraham spoke of us. God, ta- God took Abraham by grace and saved him. And that's how he takes you, by grace. And how do we test his patience? Today we're up. Tomorrow we're down. One day we believe, the next day we're wandering. Today we're Methodist, tomorrow we're Baptist. Today we believe in divine healing, tomorrow the tummy ache comes and we don't know where we believe it or not. But yet in the midst of all that, God wants us to stay put. But He saves us anyhow. If it was the grace of God, we'd all be gone. Sure, God saves us by His grace. Abraham was supposed to stay in that land. But he went down into the Chaldeans, or not Chaldeans, but the Philistines. Went down there to sojourn, to get out of the famine. Things are a little hard up in his country. So he went down there to journey down there with them. Done exactly what God told him not to do. But yet, the grace of God appeared to him. Kept Pharaoh from Terah, the, uh, the king from taking his wife. Grace of God. When Abraham said, it's my sister. Lied about it. But yet the grace of God held him because he repented. He was willing to repent. And anybody's willing to repent, the grace of God still goes for you. The grace of God is searching for you. So that goes for you backsliders this morning. The grace of God is still looking for you if you'll just repent. God's grace is sufficient. I took good old Abraham, brought him back. And remember, Abraham was not saved by his works. He was saved by grace. Abraham was saved by faith, which is grace. And God saved Abraham because of his grace, not because of his behavior. He saved him because of his grace. Oh, how good. He was saved by grace. Let's take Israel. I've got a scripture written down here. I write it down. I can just refer to it in my mind. If you want to put it down, this would be a good one to remember if you want to. Deuteronomy 7, 7. Um, uh, God gave Abraham uh, his promise or gave, not Abraham, pardon me, gave Israel, and told him, if you will not associate with idolatry, if you will not do these things, if you will stay away from all these pagan ceremonies, if you will do all these things, then I'll bring you to a good land. I'll take care of you. I'll feed you. I'll lead you. I'll do these things if you'll do such and such. If you'll love me, if you'll keep my commandments, my statutes, my ordinances, I'll do all these things if you'll just do something to keep my commandments and love me. Just like a husband taking a wife and saying, if you'll be a good woman, 
If you'll take care of the house, if you'll be true to me, if you'll keep my clothes clean, if we have children, if you'll be a mother to them, if you'll do things, I'll work till my hands bleed to make you a living. If you'll do it. But then think what if that woman turns wrong. It's lazy, won't work, won't do nothing. Then it takes grace to keep that family together. Oh, God. It's taken the grace of Jehovah to keep his family together. And that's the only way we're Jehovah's family today is because of the grace of Jesus Christ. We'd all be gone. But it's grace. Oh, grace. Now, but they didn't keep it. But they were never did come to the full promise. Not that generation. No, the one that promise was made to perished in the wilderness. But God fed them. God took care of them. God loved him. He moved around. Why? His grace did it. His grace because of his promise. His promise and then the grace that went with his promise. But they never did come to the full value of the promised land. And neither does this church come to its full value. The grace of God holds us, but he wants to get a church that will obey him. A people that will take his word and say it's the truth, regardless of your organization. He wants a people that will not say, well, I'm just as good as you are. I'm Presbyterian. I'm Methodist. I'm Catholic. I'm as good as you are. That's not grace. That shows you something wrong. But a person, regardless, that will read God's word and see that you've got to be born again and filled with the Holy Ghost, they'll believe that. They'll take it by the word. They'll take the word exactly what it says. Like in baptisms from sprinkling. Baptism is right. There's nobody in the Bible ever sprinkled. No such a thing in the Scripture. Neither was there ever anybody baptized in the name of Father, Son, Holy Ghost in the Bible. Is everyone baptized in the name of Jesus Christ? So there's not one, not even one speck of history. For if anybody can show anywhere, anywhere in the history where any person was ever baptized in the Bible or 300 years after the death of the last disciple until the Catholic Church, if anybody can show anywhere that anybody was ever sprinkled or baptized in the name of Father, Son, Holy Ghost until the Catholic Church, you're so duty-bound to come tell me. It's not there. But what do we do? We've been through the church agents to see where they had to do that. So you see, God wants somebody that will obey Him. If it's not in the Scriptures, then it's not a man. It's a man-made doctrine and not a Bible doctrine. So regardless of what the church is, how wrong you've been, what difference does that make? It's how right you can be now. God's grace has showed it to you. Them walking. God's grace. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read in this chapter and we see the attitude that you had towards sin, how you did not compromise with it at all. Father, help us to be the same way, to not make any accommodations for anything contrary to your word. For we are your children with your Holy Spirit, and we shall exude the same fruits. Help us, Father, speak to us for the remainder of the day. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. 
to make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. He is all I need More than life to me Covering mine iniquities He never hides His face He sets me free To fly in eternity Bearing me upon eagle's wings to his resting place Grace, grace Beautiful grace More than enough for me Won't you join me at the fountain There's room plenty for you mercy in abundance for me won't you join me at his feet Jesus calls for you he is my guide lest I should be blind Leading as a pillar by night And a cloud by day I was in His sight Now I am His bride I can hear the voice of His blood Showing forth the way Grace, grace, beautiful grace More than enough for me Won't you join me at the fountain There's room plenty In abundance for me Won't you join me at His feet Jesus calls for you
Jesus calls for 